Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Flaw Cabinet. Blokes with jokes, anything could happen except for mutual masturbation. That's not the kind of flog we mean. <laughs> One week in Bali, forget how to use a microphone. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even realize we we're officially on. We're okay. always on. Okay. In, in, in so. Balinese comedy, they're doing the old Cosby technique. <laughs> right, down, right down here. Is that right what the old here. Cosby technique is? Well, it's one of them. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> got a couple. <laughs> It was well, exciting to do comedy in Bali. Um, yeah. You've heard of the thriller in Manila. I have. This was the ha-ha in Denpasar. Good stuff. Wow. That doesn't rhyme. This was the <laughs> massive cack in Seven Yak. <laughs> this was the pretty good in Ubud. Are you doing another one of your lists? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> the three? The holy trinity of Balinese comedy. Is it Balinese? That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Balinese sounds like it could be a slur. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great but it's fine but like I mean Tom do you feel like an affinity uh, to Bali being like a former resident of Indonesia I didn't live in other than the Philippines uh, I mean they're all on. the same aren't yeah. they Dan that's what you're yeah, getting at absolutely they're the bits between us and the rest of Asia <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, how long did you live in I lived in the Philippines for three years wow yeah I actually got this scar on my head in the Philippines oh really go on yeah. uh, this is a silly story I, please I was in Manila on a uh, rugby trip. It was I was playing in the Manila Tens rugby tournament. The Manila Tens? Yeah, Manila Tens, tennis okay. side. And I didn't know rugby did tens. Yeah, I thought it was fifteen and sevens. And there's also tens. And so I think after the first night, we went out to a pub in Manila. Um, this name has escaped me right now, but. I got very drunk and I was spinning around in this nightclub on a stripper pole mm-hmm. and my feet accidentally bumped into this very large Maori dude mm-hmm. and he must have taken exception to that. So then when I was off the, on the dance floor just talking to people, he picked up a giant bongo drum and threw it across the room and it hit me square in the head and split my head open. Love that. A bongo. A bongo. A flying bongo the, drum. The, the least head. violent drum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old bongo. Boom. It's yeah. taken out of the drum circle and used in an act of violence. <laughs> 
<laughs> the pacifists and the hacky sacks no longer have residence. Yeah, they've seen an island to pick up a bongo. And they're like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, no. And this guy was involved in the tournament and he got kicked out of the pub, obviously, because he uh, smashed my head in. Mm. And the next day, like, there was all these guys from different teams who were like, when he shows up, we're all going to jump him. And then when I was walking down, like, the side of the field the next day with this bandage on my head, I could hear people quietly going, that's Bongo Guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bongo Guy? Yeah. Dude, and then, congrats. And I only had just like a couple of band-aids on my head and I did like two tackles and it's, and just the band-aid came off and I was just pissing blood and the... Mm. Um, they took me to the medical tent and he was just like, what are you doing? Like, your head's busted open. Like, you have to go to a hospital, you idiot. And so I had to go get four stitches and then came, and then I came back and I had this bandage so much wrapped around my head it was like blocking one of my eyes. So then I tried to keep playing footy but I had no depth perception because one of my eyes was covered. <laughs> so people keep passing me the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's a big swing and a miss which is bad. My, my reflexes are bad at the best of times so it was an absolute shocker. Anyway. Bongo uh, boy. Bongo boy. Bongo boy. Kept fumbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kept knocking it on. <laughs> Third. That, that's so intense. Yeah. That is very intense. Yeah. Like how do you throws a drum at someone as the first move? Mm. Yeah. That's like the opener. Yeah. Surely that's the closer. He was a big dude as well. But Yeah, uh, well, that's a good point. Was there any interaction pre drum throwing? No, no, not at all. Wow. No. And he just bided his time? Yeah. But found a drum. <laughs> Do you so he was just looking for a drum the whole time. <laughs> Hit him in the head on the shrimp pole, and he's like, "I'm gonna hurt this guy." It's a very, <laughs> it's a very on brand injury for me, though. To be like, oh, "How how'd you get that scar?" Oh, flying bongo, you know. It's just such a. Oh, you bongo going to be like, "Is that an airline?" <laughs> flying bongo. What happened? Turbulence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so. Fun. That's such a biz- specific. Violent act. Yes. Yeah, because presumably he's seen a glass and he's gone, that's too much. <laughs> that's not nearly musical enough. <laughs> well, if it hadn't got in the top bit of the, the bongo, that would have that could have landed yeah. quite safely on my head. So it was the base. It was the base. Was yeah. it a single bongo or like multiple bongos single bong, put together? Single bong. Single bong. <laughs> single bong. And it was the, the, the kind of the cornered bottom edge of the, yeah. Mm. Anyway. How far did you throw it? Oh, from across uh, the dance podium where the pole was, so maybe three meters, three meters, three meters, four was meters. The, was there anyone else around? Well, you're just dancing on your own, so um, you can just bongo the I shit think, out of you. No, I think there was a level of accuracy to the bongo throw. <laughs> the throw. Did, did he throw it in like a rugby line out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the hooker. Just like <laughs> some of Andrew's teammates actually lifted him up <laughs> to intersect the bongo. <laughs> What a nightmare. Well, he was a no-show to the tournament the next day, so I, I'm still sticking by that he was afraid of me. He was afraid of you? Yeah. He's still in a Filipino prison somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he chickened out. He didn't want to have to deal with... Would you like to issue him a, a challenge here on the, in, in, the, in the cabin? <laughs> Fucking meet me behind the cabin three o'clock. Yeah. No drums. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, wait, you, you flew in this morning. You flew from in. Bali. Yes. You're, you're red hot yeah. out, of, out of, you know, Australia's... What, what is Bali to Australia? Australia's Vegas? Yes, <laughs> the Vegas of the South? Yeah, I mean... It's either that or the Gold Coast, um, mm. right? But it's certainly Perth's Perth's version of Vegas. Is everyone there from Perth? A lot of Perth people. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe some fly-in, fly-out uh, workers. <laughs> Indeed. Perhaps, by chance. Yes, but it was good. In the comedy show that I did, there was probably an audience of about 60 and there was quite a lot of Aussies, uh, which was good because I was 
not sure how well I was, my jokes were going to be received by a, a mostly Indonesian audience. How was your local gear? <laughs> <laughs> I did some, uh, did some small, localized small dick jokes. Uh, turns out they work anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just like specifically making fun of the locals for having small dicks. And I'm like, Andrew, this is a risk. Even in a Bintang singlet. <laughs> a- a- Andrew sent me a message on Instagram that said, uh, luckily there were a lot of Australians. And I was like, in Bali? That is lucky. <laughs> Most of the lineup was local Indonesian comics. Mm. But it's an English speaking show. Okay, uh, so that was fun because they were all they were all great as well. well. What was some of the gear? What are the what do they put? Are they got some like Australian shit, like rinsing Australians? No, um, it's mostly local stuff. Um, mm. They seem to do a lot of jokes. Uh, they have their their version of Uber over there, which is called like uh, Go Go Gojet, I think. Gojet. Go Gojek, I think. Okay. Um, so they did a lot of jokes about how they all uh, are Gojek drivers. Okay. Yeah. So that seems to be uh, a common theme. They all had some kind of joke about that, which uh, went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a gay dude who did uh, a lot of jokes about um, getting wh- getting whipped and how it made him come, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I hope that guy's my go-joke driver. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good show. Everyone did well. be good well, for you because I imagine there aren't too many people who have jokes that start with, I just got out of prison. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, what I, one thing that always fucks me is like if an MC like already lets the cat out of the bag and says, like, this guy just got out of prison for mushrooms. And that was exactly what the guy did. Ah, right. Yeah. So you didn't get your big reveal. I didn't get my big reveal, but it was fine. They were just uh, like, "Oh my god, one of the Bali Nines here!" <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Maybe the whole lineup is them. Oh, because oh, I was thinking about doing some Chappelle Corby's references, but it turns out like local Indonesians that no, big for Australians, but not the locals have no idea who Chappelle Corby is. Uh, yeah, she's just seriously. A, yeah, it's oh. just just another international drug smuggler, mate. <laughs> you know, they're a dime a dozen yeah. over I, there. I was surprised too, but I, I sense checked it with a couple of drivers. I mentioned her, and they're like, "No." Nah, no no memory of this person Boogie board Nothing no, <laughs> Nothing no. Mercedes Mercedes' sister <laughs> she, she said it wasn't hers You know like all the weed in the right boogie just been like, It wasn't mine <laughs> One of the all time great defences Actually fuck I was thinking to you Because I moved into the new house And I was I was trying to determine Which was the big flush And which was the small flush Because it's got a confusing flush button This one this How one's is it confusing? An, this one's an oblong That kind of narrows And I'm like Smaller area, smaller flush. Well, look, that's that's what you fucking what, heretics would have me believe. What, it's like a single, it's a single button with two tilts to it. Is it? No, no, it's, it's like it's, it's an oblong that narrows, like a like a trapezium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then yeah, it's cut yeah. further down one end. Testing my memory of shapes here. <laughs> trapezium, <laughs> trapezium. <laughs> what shapes a bongo, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> that's etched into the old memory, I reckon. <laughs> Uh, but sorry, go on. <laughs> the button. You had some struggles with the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, whenever I, whenever I flush now, I think of the one that I'd want. Were I being raided by the Raptor Squad? Mm. Like, that's genuinely <laughs> like I'm like I'm looking for that big flush. <laughs> but this one, I, I realized with mine, you would have loved it because you can go big, small, and then it resets. So it leaves enough small water in the tank for a double flush. Double flush. Yeah. That's very handy. Big, small, and then it reset. What do you mean? So, like, usually, like, you hit a flush and you got to wait for it to kind of refill, like, you know, get ready to yeah. go again. This one, you can go like a big, and then as soon as it's like fucking halfway done, go a small goes again. Okay. Yeah. Double barrel. 
Wow. Is this making you think about getting into drug supply? No, no, no. Because you have the apparatus? No, no, no. It's just just making me uh, very, very uncautious about my diet. I'm like, regardless of what I produce. (laughs) Wait, sorry. Before you moved, you were cautious about your diet? Very cautious. (laughs) Deeply cautious. Because the bathroom was like right in the living area, you know? There was no no anonymity at all. So is this potato gem snack pack (laughs) (laughs) gluten-free? It's 4 a.m. I'd hate to have a rough night's sleep. Hey, forget the gluten thing. I just, I'm talking about the fiber, baby. Fiber's all I care about. <laughs> 30s of a fiber. Come on, Andrew, you must. I, I did go to a toilet in one uh, servo. Uh, luckily, I was just taking a piss because it ba- was in Bali. Yeah, in Bali, because it was one of the, uh, the. Yeah, there's no buttons at all. It's just you just stand and deliver. And Into the void? And then there's a bucket, and you just go, you got to. Oh, like sawdust. Oh, you wash it down. Wash it down with the bucket. Ah. Uh, and I was trying to think whether that would have helped me in a Raptor Squad situation. <laughs> <laughs> Should I always have a bucket by the bathroom? <laughs> and everyone's like, I don't think Andrew understands how the toilet works. <laughs> just got this bucket next to the bucket next to the thing that flushes. What's it called? Actually, you just ripped the skin off a bongo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, was it a ceramic toilet? Uh, um, this should was, not be this hard a question. I was mostly drunk it, a lot of the time, Tom. Uh, in Bali? Yeah. As an Australian? What are you doing at a servo? I think it was, I think it was ceramic. Yeah, I didn't touch. I didn't have to touch anything. I was, I, the only thing I touched was the bucket in the water. You, you guys uh, ever done any one of those squat toilets? You ever done that? Ever in no. India or... Uh, um, well, this was essentially that. It was on the floor. It was just, just, just uh, kind of... I guess it was ceramic, just with a hole. Okay. Um, but it was, it was very... It was... Required a squat if I, if you needed to do a number two. Yeah, right. Okay, you'd already done a lot of those by then, I imagine. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> oh yeah, right. I forgot. That Bali Bali looked horrendous. Yeah, I wasn't well. I was being a big baby about it, but uh, what yeah. day was that? That was day two. Oh. So you, you landed. I landed, went out for dinner. The first night went great. Second night went out for dinner, and sometime either at the bar, I had some kind of sangria with a lot of ice. That could have been it, or it could yeah. have been something in the meal. Sangria, yeah. classy boy. <laughs> yeah. Red wine sangria. And, oh, hello. Uh, so at some point, something got the, the barley belly got me. Yeah. And at first, I tried to play it off. I thought it was a hangover because we were meant to go whitewater rafting. <laughs> you know, meant to go activities you'd most like to do with <laughs> diarrhea. When I go, why would I? And at first, I woke up. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then it, quickly, I realised I am not fine. And so, how far did you get? Did you get on the raft? How far was the helmet on? We bailed on getting picked up for the raft. Okay. So before we got in the car, because I was like, I'm not sure how far I can get from the hotel without needing to be immediately near a bathroom. Luckily. This was, yeah, early in the morning and I was able to have that honest conversation with myself. Early doors? Early doors. But then by, by the time I hadn't gotten better by about two in the afternoon, then uh, we pussied out, or I pussied out, and uh, asked for the IV delivery system. Oh, is, I was wondering, that wasn't uh, mandated, that was sort out. No, that was you call them and they come over and they'll inject you full of liquid. Is, it, is this like a health service or more of like a private thing? Um, it's a, is it attached to a hospital or is it just like some guy? I th- <laughs> they reckon, they claim that you can you can possibly get this back on your travel insurance. I'll, I'll need to look into the, the fine print on whether that's true or not. Why, what did it cost? Like, t- like 200 Aussie? 200 Aussie? Wow, you'd have to do eight barley gigs to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> 200 Aussie. And they come over and they pump you full of um, s- s- saline. No, saline, but then there's also medicine. There was like a pain, some kind of painkiller, okay. some other kind of medicine. 
I, I'd never had an IV drip before. Have you guys ever? No, had I've one never before? had one. You never and had IV? No, have you? Yeah, bro. I I got I got like um, proper salmonella poisoning in Thailand. Oof. But like, well, sorry, it's not. It wasn't in Thailand. It was like, it's it's. So it was like on the bus from Malaysia to Singapore. I got it, but then I didn't have any symptoms in Southeast Asia. I got back, and then like three days after I'd been in Australia, I was like. Oh. Feverish, had to go to hospital for like a few days. I thought I had malaria. Oh, it would have sucked if you were still on the bus when you were feeling this. Oh, no. I, I think, all right, there's one. Would you prefer to be the person with salmonella poisoning on the bus or the person on the bus with someone who has salmonella poisoning? Oh, I'd rather be the person. I don't want to experience it myself. I'd rather just be. But then you're subject to everything I'm capable of, <laughs> with 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 the with the help of a serious food poisoning incident. Mm. Yeah, I understand that, but I'd rather just try and be a sympathetic mate rather than have to go through the agony myself. But just think of how many shits you could do in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Tom on a bus. <laughs> have you thought about this? <laughs> Tom's like, oh, it's, it's so obvious. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. They really thought I had malaria, and like it was really funny because like you know that thing in hospital where you disagree with a doctor and they fucking hate it. Mm. This was exactly that. With they're like it's malaria, and I'm like, but mosquitoes don't bite me. And he's like, whatever, dude, you have <laughs> malaria, and I'm like, I guarantee it's not malaria. And then he came back the next day and he's like, yeah, it's not malaria. I have salmonella poisoning. And I was like, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was right, you dog. It's so annoying that you were right for the worst reason. Mosquitoes don't bite me. They don't bite me. That seems like, they don't bite me. Okay, I, I got bad blood. I, no I, good. I think malaria stays with you for life, doesn't it? You can get malaria that stays with you for life. Uh, a, a very short life. I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it's for life, dude. I think there's. I, I, yeah. Well, I think it might be. I think there's. There's I some. Think, I think you're thinking of plastic bags. No, malaria. The disease can continue if it is not treated. Or if it is treated with the wrong drug. So uh, it seems like yes, kind of like any disease. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's really proven yeah. to be bright. But uh, I, I don't really like, get once you get I, malaria, I, you I never just, don't have we malaria. Used to, we used to live next door to a girl who got malaria in Africa, and we got told that she was going to have. Um, the rumor was it was for life. Do you think the that rumor? was your parents' way of trying to explain to you she's going to die soon? <laughs> I don't know, man. It just it seemed pretty convincing she's, at the time. She got malaria oh. in Africa, so we're going to have to send her to the farm. <laughs> 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 Take her down the old farm. <laughs> She'll be fine there. That's where all the kids with malaria run around. They have a great time. They have a great time. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Andrew. Yeah. You can, you can visit her someday. <laughs> when? <laughs> Not soon. <laughs> so when you're you, older. So the IV wait, did, so how how substantial an impact did the IV have for either of you? Game changer. Game changer. Was that the same for you? For me, it's like I'm dying. Like I'm drying out. I was taking a lot of shits. You'd be jealous. Like a lot of shits, boys. I'm talking double ditch. Like I, they asked me that. They go, How many shits have you taken today? And I said 15. And then they looked at each other and I was like, Is that good? Like, is that a. <laughs> Do I is win? That, is, is that, that good? <laughs> 16. <laughs> I was like, Am I breaking a record here? They're writing it down. They're looking at each other because suddenly my competitiveness got kicked in. And I'm like, Just tell me what number I have to say. <laughs> Where do I have to get to? I'll tell you where the restaurant is. I'll go again. <laughs> Don't put the IV in. I can beat this. <laughs> but yes, it was a game changer. I, I think your your condition was way worse than mine, mm. but I found it... Uh, I just suddenly felt very relaxed um, and... Yeah, because if I'm drinking that much liquid, it doesn't fill your body in the same way as it just pumping through your mm. is it your blood system. Is it pumping through? Yeah, it just through? goes straight in. Um, yeah, it felt like this calming liquid that had gone through my body in a way which doesn't happen from drinking. 
and I instantly felt way better. Maybe you should just intravenous some water on a more regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> After a jog, they fucking get in you dog. Well, they got those ones in Vegas up. for the same reason, right? They got like the IVs for hang for hangovers and stuff like one that. Of, one of my best mates is a doctor, and I hope I'm not grasping him up here. They like they had a big party with all the medical kids, and a bunch of them stole IVs from the hospital That's and great. backyard the next day just. Tapped themselves out. That's so good. And four people died at that hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they were at the hospital. Very thirsty. Real thirsty boys. No, everyone was Where's fine. It's IV. Um, but yeah, no, I, found, I found that really funny. Everyone was like sitting there in their yard being like, we're saving lives. <laughs> if I had access to that all the time for a hangover, I would absolutely do it. Well, that's like, this is the thing. So... Tom, you know, like people dying at the hospital or whatever or like being that's being irresponsible in a way. And it is. It is definitely in a way. But like it's better than them being hungover at work. <laughs> that's one thing that I think doctors get no credit for. It's like think about the states that we've done our jobs in. Mm. Like, you know, still coming down from some kind of drug. Like I've never really been like a high high, but I've been like drunk off my fucking... I've been like, I didn't really know what I said mm. on stage. That's not an option as a doctor. No, if you're like nurse scalpel and you've got shaky hands because of the hangover, <laughs> I'd be like, someone just let the guy have a saline drip. We'll get some more in. <laughs> just IV me mid-surgery. <laughs> I'm just sweating a lot. Don't ask why. Um, but yeah, no, because I, I thought... I, I had this, right? So I was just in Adelaide for the weekend doing a show. Mm. Um, when I was in the emergency exit row on the, on the flight down... Uh, and the people next to me were boomers, like proper old boomers in the exit row. And it's like, can you assist in the event of an emergency? No, they can't. Like, they can't. Like, they can't. Like, when the plane landed and we had to get up again, they were like, oh, sorry, we need to get back, so we're just going to have to wait. <laughs> and I was just like, what but are you doing When they're asked here? the question, they're saying, yes, I can help. Correct. So you're, like, you're at the window. I'm at the window. Okay. They had their middle and aisle, old English couple, like 80s, I reckon. Oh, 80s? Yeah. Is that boomers? Isn't that like silent generation? Silent generation. I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> they're called grey nomads. Grey it's nomads. The one it's the one. I thought grey nomads was just when boomers get a van. I thought that. I think that is what that is. No, that's the generation before baby boomers. Are you sure? I'm reasonably certain. Reasonably certain. Yeah. Which for you is like incredible self doubt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the silent generation are people born between 1928 and 1945, whereas grey nomads is uh, it says here on Google not what Andrew said. <laughs> Dude, no way, let me check. Got you, bro. Uh, Great Nomads is an informative website about open road traveling and no, holidays in Australia. Right. <laughs> Dude, brutal. God, fuck. Great Nomads are mostly retired Australians who's li- who live for most of the year in a house they own. That's what? Fuck, I could have no, like sworn. a portable house they own. They might travel seasonally to escape the cold winter or move away to a secluded location during peak times during the year. I uh, retract my conf. My it's okay, dude. You always have Bart the Bear. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you're, you're good, baby. Don't worry. You, you got something right on this spot. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah, so like they just can't help in the event of an emergency. And like, I mean, not to get into that, I think there needs to be age limits, like upper age limits on things. People are living a long time now. And unfortunately, like, you know, Back in the day when people were old, they just stay still until they died, which is really selfless and lovely. But now they want to move and see their fucking grandkids or whatever. <laughs> and they shouldn't be allowed to be in emergency rows. They shouldn't. Absolutely not. And, Absolutely not. And it also should be the person asking them, are you able to assist? Mm. Should be able to look them in the eye and be like, mate, even if your daughter get me, I know. 
Yeah. It's if like, shit hey, hits the fan in here, you're not helping. Hey, hey, put your bag in the overhead on your own. That's a start. And then <laughs> I'd like you to read out the instructions on the emergency card in this font size. <laughs> and then drop down and give me 20. <laughs> <laughs> but see, look, I was, I was being like, this is absurd. This is wrong. But then I did remember when I flew out of Adelaide Fringe earlier this year, I did an all-nighter, like, drinking, partying, having a good time. Got the plane. Emergency exit row. It was in the window. And they're like, can you help? And I'm like... Yeah, I was born to help. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro. And I just passed out for the entire duration of the fight. Like, I was like, I was the emergency. You know, like that's where I was at. I feel like the emergency row though is one of those things. If it's just like it's false pretenses. If the plane's going down, it doesn't matter how well you open that door. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there's anything that those people are really going to do to fix the problem. Right. A lot of the time, it's just it's essentially treated as like an extra perk for people that need some extra leg. Yeah, you have to pay to you have to yeah. pay more to be in it. Yeah. Uh, not if not if you're with Qantas boys. Like, you know, <laughs> once you once you knee deep in the frequent flight program, right. they'll take care. Of, man, check this out. Sorry, not to not to go into Qantas has gone to the dogs, but <laughs> I, I I finally like after a long hard grind of being a comedian, have access to a lounge. It's a very exciting little perk. For Congratulations! Me. And I went in the lounge, and I, I was really excited to be in the lounge. And what the food they had was a build your own sandwich and a toasted sandwich machine. That was it. That's you, I don't like sandwiches. Were you not aware what was on the other side of the gates the whole time? I feel like whenever there's like something behind a closed door, mm. you're like, oh man, this is going to be sick. And then like you get in there and you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty, pretty same. Yeah, you know, Ben and Jerry's do like a free scoop day once a year. I can't remember what day. The, it's like one day of the, the, of the year, like mm. the... 8th of July or whatever mm. and I remember driving past it once I was I, I think I was coming back from uni or something I was like oh maybe I'll stop by and I'll get a, a scoop of ice cream and it, the line was literally a kilometer long like <laughs> it's a scoop of ice cream is six dollars what yeah. is your time worth to you you know they have the same when uh, ever in and out burger do a pop-up they, they, oh, every, yeah. every like six months I'll do a pop-up and people line up for ages just to get a fucking burger I almost get that more because there's a time limit, right? Mm. But you know, the only reason that they do that isn't because they want to sell burgers. It's because it's to um, keep their, I think, their their IP. Or their copyright. Their copyright in Australia. I, I know this very well because my friend, well, my friends own the burger joint that got sued by in and out Oh, oh down, and down and out. Down and out. <laughs> I, yes, tell us about this. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get too into it, but basically... Tell us the details. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like... They, I was surprised that they got done for passing off, which is like basically legally it means you can't distinguish mm. between one and the other. Like as a, as a regular consumer, you'd be confused by the fact that In-N-Out doesn't own Down-N-Out. Mm. Like that's basically the, the burden of proof that needs to be met. Yep. And I thought there was no chance. It's a completely different name. Like all the food items are like, you know, different things. Like they had similar things like tiger style, like animal style. Like there was similarities, but... You know, different name. One serves booze. Like, you know, it's a very different vibe to In-N-Out. But yeah, they lost. Mm. They lost big time. Mm. Had to go bankrupt. What? Shit. Yeah. Because wasn't it part of a pub? No, no, no. They they owned the pub and like they had the burgers there. Right, okay. Didn't they for a little while change from Down-N-Out to just no-name burgers or something like that? I thought that I they think just during changed. the lawsuit, yeah. Mm. I think they did. They, they complied with it. Because I think initially it was like a cease and desist and then it just kind of went up and up and up and up. Mm. The thing that pissed me off is with them doing a pop-up burger place every now and then, not because they like want to like 
hook Australia up with their burgers is just to protect their their brand. So just open a fucking store, dude. Yeah, but like I'm sure they'd be like, well, we really only open west coast of America. Like they've started spreading a bit, but yeah, kind of geographical exclusivity is like part of their brand. So they're like, why? Mm. I just keep the IP going, keep the hype. Yeah, mm. I mean it's in and out. Like it is good. Like I did enjoy it. Like the first time I had it, especially after hearing, like it lived up to the hype. Yeah, I'd agree. As far as like burger things went, but yeah, the idea of waiting for two hours for it, you're like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Mm. I do find it curious. So whenever I like have driven past places, there's one that happened to me in Crow's Nest, one recently in the city where I just saw some random restaurant with like not even really like a lot of signing and signage and a huge queue for no clear reason. Mm. And my instant thinking is, I've got to join this queue. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to join the queue. I'm, I'm thinking like, what, are, what am I, what's the secret here? What am I missing out on? Yeah. Dude, that's like Edinburgh Free Fringe. You have the queue outside the venue and the amount of people that just are like, well... A lot of people are going in. <laughs> <laughs> Must be good. I want to be a part of this. <laughs> I wonder what it costs people just to form a queue. <laughs> if you could just pay people as part of your marketing team. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, if you just like get a, get a couple of queue starters, some pros. Yeah. <laughs> like they take phone calls during the queue being like, yeah, get it soon. Yeah, it's filling up. Man, we missed out yesterday. <laughs> it's got to be today. And then you see just like if you're a real person in the queue, you get to the venue and you just see people like taking one step in and then turning around and leaving. You're like, what is this happening? Is it just yeah. us in here today? <laughs> <laughs> All those like 17 people ahead of me in the queue went to the bathroom and I haven't seen them again. <laughs> Are they fucking in the bathroom? <laughs> just like some weird thing. I still maintain, like I'm not 100% certain about this, but a guy last year at my show in Byron, like a crowd member who I won't name, just I don't want to grasp him He would him love up. you to name no, him. I don't want to grasp him name. I don't want to grasp him up. <laughs> Um, I think he literally just used my show as a way to sell drugs. And, like, I, and I think it worked real well. Real well. Yep. I, all I know is his message me, coming back this year. <laughs> wow. His, yeah. his name on Instagram just, has a drug in the name. Just don't, don't. That's his name, not his handle. Uh, if he happens to be listening, let us know. I'd love to know if he listens. Reach out. Yeah. Reach out. He already in the DMs. He's already slid in, being like, "Mate, hustled so hard there last year. See you again in 2023." I was you, like, what a champ. Yeah, but he also said, "You better be funny, cunt." That was his. That was his catchphrase. He <laughs> said it to me live. He said it to me before I got there. So is this specifically your audience base? Is just a lot of drug drugos coming to the shows that you can sell? No, no, no. To? This was him being like, "I think I've picked up and need to distribute to like my guys or whatever." You know where no one will ever check. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel okay. Mullen show on a Tuesday. The police aren't raiding that. I <laughs> pretty, swear. Pretty rich of Andrew Hamilton to be like, Dan, are you just hanging out with drug dealers all the time? <laughs> makes, me, I'm, makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Wait, are you out of the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a lot of guys gifting me drugs in Melbourne after my show, which I thought was a nice touch. I've heard that's a thing of people who are kind of like, you know, guys who are big weed guys on podcasts just can't get given enough free joints. You know? I got given a small bag of cocaine. I got given a cigar and a, and a bunch of weed, which I had to mm. give to my tech. So I think... I was uh, just passed it on to the tech. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Well. Dealing again, Andrew. Come on, mate. <laughs> 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 no, that's like... I, I do find that the thing after a show, it's like, hey, come, uh, let me let me buy you a beer. Like, you know, don't... Like, come... And I'm like, ah, just... I'm, I'm okay. But what if it's... But what if someone's giving you half a gram of cocaine? <sighs> I've got to drive the next day. Like, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, I would just accept the gift uh, just out of politeness. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be rude. Actually, in fairness, I can't envision a situation where someone is giving me cocaine and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, all right? <laughs> Even if you're not going to have it, you know, you'd still, you still like to think about 
what could be done with it, right? And then you give, you can gift it to your tech. You could have it. You could give it away to someone else, you know, but at least you've got the options there. Do you, do you reckon a homeless dude would take Coke off you? Be like, hey, man, here's half a bag. Do you want it? <laughs> do you reckon he'd be like, okay. Absolutely. You reckon? Absolutely. Don't know. What do you mean? Are they going to be like, oh, what? It's, it's probably sugar or salt. Or like, <laughs> what, kind of gra- what kind of quality coke have we got here, man? Like, they'll find out. <laughs> they'll run to the take gauntlet. that risk. They'll run the gauntlet. Oh, man. We used to like have mates that, you know, you had the one mate when you bought pills and you weren't sure if they were any good. You know, they got there's always the, the one who volunteers to guinea pig. The tester. Yeah, exactly like that. There was even one guy, uh, <laughs> when I was at uni, there was a guy whose catchphrase was, you pay, I shelve. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's <laughs> picturing his face on a, a bus bench. <laughs> you pay, I shelve. Yeah. Now he's got a very and successful chain of supermarkets. He's <laughs> 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 His gimmick was he would let people watch him shelve shelve piggers. Uh, if if Wait, he, people want to watch that, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. If you've had a few beers, you're like, oh, yeah, I can watch that. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm really glad there's on-demand television now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that circumvented a lot of weird shit. <laughs> Just like, oh man, Beck is not on until next week. Let's pay this guy to shelve this pill. <laughs> He's like, uh, I, I, I really don't feel like it tonight. It's like, uh, do I have to remind you of your promise to us? <laughs> <laughs> we paid you. <laughs> did you do it? Have I ever shelved drugs? No, did you pay him to shelve? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're already buying a, bu- a bunch. You, if you're going to a festival or something, you're buying in bulk, you know, so mm. what is it, an extra 12 bucks or something like that. It's like you 12 know. bucks? Was just, that was just right? Yeah, was, this would have been uh, like... 2000 and oh, I thought you said $12 for the pill is what you're saying. I thought you were saying yeah, $12 yeah, yeah. for the shelving. Oh, no, no, no. no. $12 for the pill. And then, and then the, he the, shelves the, for the, free. The, the, the <laughs> <laughs> hey, shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all you pay him for is the pill. Oh, and I thought you had to pay him. No, no, no. But he was his me. payment is the pill, which yeah, he, okay. he refuses to some reason. He, and your payment is he, the shelf. Well, um, <laughs> is it, it for the love it of is, the game? It is like, a stronger high, to be fair. So, I mean, he's winning because. That is the most high school chat like ever. I remember. Remember this like so clearly. It's just like yeah. It's so, like if you dump it, that's like thirty five percent absorption. Whereas you snort it, that's like forty five. But if you shelve it, it's like sixty, bro. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear it like so. When you get it up there, you got to find. You got to keep shoving it up till you find the shelf. You know the, <laughs> the actual ass shelf where it sits. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. How, how many how many shelves do you reckon Tom's ass has? <laughs> Maybe that's been the issue all along. Yeah. It's still coming. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
<laughs> it is a good quality high, though. I could vouch for it. <laughs> but it took me many years to be game enough to be like, all right. I going. pay. I shelf. <laughs> Would that be a great plot twist if I was the guy all along? <laughs> we thought the guy was pretty cool. What do you What do you guys think? You guys, we thought it was a pretty cool thing for him to do. That was probably one of the coolest guys at uni. Probably fucked the most. <laughs> uh, like, who would you even get to do that these days? Like, I don't know. If you had to get someone to do it, I guess I would maybe think about it. like if you guys don't even wanted. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is now a good time for a pilot ad? Sure, let's do it. The, the How do the pilot people feel about these ads, by the way? I they can't love Im- them. Really? They like them. I can't they, imagine they're effective. They, they said one. They said one. I'll tell you what's effective. Pilot. <laughs> um, they, they said one was really good. Okay. I forgot which one. I think it was yours, actually. That's good. One Wait, that did read. I write oh. or did I receive? Oh, definitely, definitely, not one that, definitely not one that you read. <laughs> oh. Emma, That's Emma's, good. Emma's the king of the reading. He's good. Emma's the king of reading, you reckon? I stuffed the up the first last time read, I he's think. ever heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hamo, big reader. Voracious. <laughs> Old picture book Hamilton. He loves the horrible histories. All right. Stop <laughs> mocking my inability to read. <laughs> oh, man, I've never seen anyone find Wally that fast. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not on Hamo's shelf, a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to read a little bit on holiday, but uh, only, go. what are you yeah, reading? Um, I was reading a book called um, "Don't Tell Mum." I work on the oil rigs. She thinks I'm a piano player in a whorehouse. What? Yeah. Wow. That's about a guy that works on oil rigs. It's just a classic Aussie yarn full of uh, wild tales, which uh, my... Uh, on, the, on the first day, I got through the first half of the title. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to read a book in Bali that was definitely written by a guy in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my publisher wanted me to read it as inspiration. She was like, this is the kind of vibe we think your book could be. So, uh, and, and, and what vibe is that? Kind of... Uh, Interesting tales mixed with some humour. Some humour? <laughs> Dude, what a benchmark. <laughs> Few lols along the way. <laughs> Can you imagine? Did you enjoy Andrew's book? Yeah, there was some humour. Because <laughs> the title is, what is it? The Surprising Benefits of a Stint in Prison. The, is that right? the Profound Benefits of a Stint in Prison, yes. And is it like, because when I heard that, I went to like, oh, it's like a self-help book. Like, is it? Is it? Is it... I mean, if the help is you going to prison and then benefiting your life, then yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's more just my my tale of woe from drug dealer to convict to rehabilitation through comedy. That's yeah. essentially the yarn. Mm. Um, Are you sure it was profound and not proofread? <laughs> <laughs> it was profound. <laughs> Yes, because I was thinking, you know, and it, it was more about than just do, doing push-ups in the yard, you know. It was the, the benefits yeah, in there. Sometimes were, it was doing dips in the room. <laughs> 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 it's really fun to, like, make these jokes knowing that if I went to prison, I would be being bullied. <laughs> but out here, in my house... <laughs> Dad's house. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tom. I'm a man of the people. Do you how? Because I've always thought about if I ended up in prison, like how do you walk the line between funny without saying a thing, like saying the wrong joke to the wrong guy and getting the shit kicked out of you? Was yeah, that hard? Um, you just try not to be funny very much. Oh, you really. didn't try to be funny in prison? <laughs> no, no. Most of the time, no. You just try and uh, keep a low profile, but sometimes you just can't help it. You know, sometimes <laughs> the jokes just write themselves. They're right there. We well, were talking about the time I did that horrible play school joke, uh, but 
Yeah, but I mean, we, in the public stream business, we call that some humour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, with guys that you get you get to know and you get comfortable with, and uh, you know, you all have a laugh, but. You know, you don't try and risk it with total strangers. Yeah, you're not, okay. you're not, you're not doing doing some gear in there, working <laughs> it up. There was one time I remember uh, we were waiting to be like escorted back from the oval, mm. and one guy. Said it, it's the oval in prison or out of prison? In prison. You have a, yeah. an oval in prison. There was a oval. tennis tennis court and a basketball court. Oh wow! And a play prison and a and a grass field. Okay. Did anyone play tennis? Yeah, guys were playing doubles. Yeah. Did they like follow the rules and stuff? <laughs> prison rules. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're not playing a full match, but uh, yeah, they're, they're playing like normal doubles tennis. What rules would you like them to play? I'm just imagining. I've seen some fair. I, I, I used to dip into a bit of tennis. Like you know what tax bracket my dad's in. Like, but so I had a had a run at it, and like that is a sport that can cause even fairly well mannered people to go a bit insane. Mm. When you got weapons, yeah. I'm just <laughs> thinking like, mate, that ball was out. The ball was fucking in cunt. Like. <laughs> How intense that could get. I'm like, I would not. Not tennis, you know? Something soft like badminton. Then you can laugh about shuttlecock. Love, I'll show you who you're going to love tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, genuinely. I'm like, I've seen very calm people just fucking lose it on a tennis court. Uh, I think most of the time the guys are just pretty happy to be out of the normal cells. So it seemed pretty chill. chill. Was um, it just like an oval versus like a field? Like was it a, like an oval shape? Uh, you're right. It was just it was called an oval, despite the fact that it was a field. That's a very okay. Australian thing to do. Mm. What kind of posts were up? <laughs> no posts. No posts. No, That's heartbreaking. Gross. Yeah. Uh, but dude, you can you can get on the top of the post, sharpen them. <laughs> <laughs> and Pretty there was greater a greater risk. And there was a cr- bunch of crows' uh, eggs in the middle of the field for some reason, like like a bird's nest in the middle of the field on the ground. And if you ran too close to the middle of the field, this angry bird would swoop. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do in prison? Played a bit of Angry Birds. <laughs> but this guy was. We were about to be transferred out so of this yard. I'm just yard. so disappointed about that. So like, yeah, the words were there. I guess that makes sense. I guess that's enough. I don't. I don't think you can throw that stone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the words were there. This guy recognised another bloke. He goes, "Hey, mate, where do I know you from?" And then he looked at him. He goes, "I don't know the brothel." And then we all burst out laughing. It was just like comedy gold at the time. <laughs> And he Good got gear. so shanked. <laughs> <laughs> any any political stuff? Or? <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's high grade stuff in jail. <laughs> so who's doing, who's reading the ad? Oh yeah, I wrote I wrote an ad for for Tom today. Great to, to advertise Pilot's great uh, erectile dysfunction medication. Are we ever going to try any of the other ones, where it's always going to be erectile dysfunction medication? I have said, would you like us to advertise any of your other products? And they said, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of soft but, cocks like you. <laughs> you said that they've liked one of our reads. Yes. <laughs> Out of four, they've only got four so far. Oh, okay. The rest are incoming. They might oh. like more. I mean, I haven't seen them use any, Yeah. but they have seen positive via email. <laughs> <laughs> I do think as well, because they get more and more inside as time goes on. Oh, I mean, you've, I think this one plays outside. Okay, here we go. Hey, vloggers. I know we've been having a lot of laughs today. I mean, seriously, lots of laughs. Dan has been on absolute fire. <laughs> but there's something that's no laughing matter. <laughs> How soft my cock is <laughs> Tom's gone We got him It is a laughing matter I believe Seriously If it was any softer It would be a grown man Playing netball In a competitive setting <laughs> But lucky for me I've got my own wing attack If you know what I mean 
Pilot's pills have been so effective, my dick's now harder than a diamond. Seriously, last week I used my erection to cut the diamond in my fiance's engagement ring in half for her mis- for my mistress's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot her birthday because I'd been taking pilot so regularly and all my brain blood was busy inflating my cock to the maximum size. It was all caps. Was I meant to go harder on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But Tom, you can't go any harder with pilot. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd been taking pilot so regularly and all my brain blood was busy inflating my cock to the maximum size. That's better. There you go. Much better. Pilot. Hard made easy. <laughs> That's pretty good. We talk about dicks a lot. We, we talk about dicks and shits a lot. We talk about dicks getting hard. And speaking of both of those things, a uh, bit of a debate. Oh, yeah. Brought up by not last week's episode, but the week before. On the famous uh, shitting versus wanking debate. Good segue, Sitch, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Very hot segue, Sitch. Was it not last week's episode? I thought it was well, last week's episode. It was the last episode we recorded, but you you uh, remember we went back into the archives mm-hmm. for last week. We dug deep when we were more enthusiastic about this podcast. I think it was. I think it was the from the archives. Oh, it was yeah, from the archives. Yeah, was, was it really? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Guys, I know my I know my flog cannon. Right, that's not I've been thinking a lot of flood words while jerking off. Uh, really come to some conclusions. Go on. So remember, remind us who, whose sides were we, we were both on the same side that we'd rather be walked on uh, in on shitting yes. rather than wanking. Yeah, we sure mm. were. And Dan would prefer to be walked on walked in on wanking. And also I'd I'd happily be walked on wanking too. <laughs> Not just walked in on baby, walk on me. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I changed my answer. Walk on me shitting. I want to get it all out. And I'm not going to tense nothing. Work the lower back. What was the feedback for the community? Who's who's on the right side of this debate? So uh, we started off. We put a poll live on the Instagram, the Flog Club and Instagram, and it was pretty unanimous. It was, I believe, seventy-eight to twenty-two Ugh. shitting over wanking. Mm. That was the preference of uh, the, but there is a very vocal minority who are incredibly adamant that wanking is the correct option. So it seems like most people leaning towards shitting. Yep. But the people who uh, are leaning towards wanking are very passionate about it. Do we have any uh, anecdotal feedback on what their reasoning is for being so strongly? No, most of it has just been calling the other side retards. It's called democracy. Zero, Look it up. Zero facts. <laughs> Look it up. Zero facts. Zero reasons. Just shit on I, the I other. I just want to say that uh, my side of the bet would never use a, a slur <laughs> like retard. Uh, they've been calling you sickos. Real sick pieces of shit. Real wrongins in the head. I did. I do remember someone's comment was said that uh, Dan was wild for this thinking, which yep. uh, I I would agree with. You know, that's the reason why you're in the twenty two percent. Well, I, it's my honour to represent the twenty two percent in this very important debate, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove myself right over time. I don't have the proof today. <laughs> I don't have the data. I don't have the I don't have the evidence, but. In, in discussing this with my wife, who agrees with me, by the way, that's why we're together. Mm-hmm. If you want to <laughs> be in a relationship with someone, you have to agree on all things. <laughs> Just for any lonely floggers out there. Uh, unanimous is what it's all about. No. So she said, would you rather be the person walking in or the person being walked in on for either event? Uh, wanking walking in for sure. Are we asking whether I would rather wank or be walking or wanking? Is that the question? Correct. 
Wait, wait. I mean, if I'm wanking, it sounds like I'm having a pretty good time up until the moment when I get walked in on. Correct. Uh, and then you just have to process them seeing you wanking or you have to process someone else wanking and seeing that long. Wait, we're still talking about our partners, aren't we? We're talking about random people now. Oh, I think we went into random people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, in either case, I have Tom, questions. I don't remember the conversation that well. I was shitting with the door open at the time, <laughs> proving how wrong it is. <laughs> I, I have had a experience like this where I have been the walk-in error. <laughs> I, wish, I wish someone was around to proofread your sentences. Walk-in error. Walk-in error. Walk-in error. Walk-in error. I lived in a share house with three girls and the bathroom <clears> didn't have a lock. I thought I was home alone and I walked, uh, I, I, locked, I, I just walked into the bathroom and one of our housemates was um, standing in a, in a, on the toilet seat doing a seated squat piss. What? She was she was doing a, a, a squat piss. Was she from a great height? A recent Chinese immigrant? And, um, was she disobeying the signs in UNSW yeah. libraries? Uh, in that moment, I was thinking I would much rather just have been the one to walk in on in that awkward moment than be the one who just got caught, uh, got walked in on doing that. But in that example, you also would be squatting on the toilet as opposed to just... <sighs> yes. Yeah, if I was to be either... So what, you had one of those metal toilets at your house? So in my head, I'm like, I can, I would rather be the walking er because, <laughs> because I can just be like, you know what, that was a weird thing, no big deal. I'm just gonna forget about that. And so wait, you didn't I address can, it? No, we never spoke about it. You never spoke. We about never it? spoke. This about is it. crazy stuff. You, yeah. you, you were the walking er on I, this lady, she goes, ah, and I said sorry, and I closed the door, and we never spoke of it. You never were like, hey, man. There's an easier way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we never spoke about it. Never spoke about it? Never spoke of it. What do you... But, but what, I but, felt more comfortable in being able to just like be like, it was a weird thing. I'm not going to make... We're not going to discuss this and let it go. And it felt peaceful to me to move on with my life as being the walk-in or... Uh, how long did you live together after this? Years. What's the... Inter- how do you interpret what happened? Um... Uh, I think that uh, from my limited studies that there is uh, there's something about that position. I, I, I maybe she was maybe she was just going to do a number two. Or maybe it was a number maybe it was a number one. I'm not quite sure, but there's something about that that kind of squat position which can uh, create a uh, more easier movement, Some momentum of something. So wait, sorry, am I picturing this right? Feet on the bowl. City, correct. Feet, Feet on, on the, the bowl, bowl squat, squatting, squat down. squatting down uh, towards the rim of the toilet. Was, there, was this like a messy toilet other times? Because sure, there'd be accuracy issues. Um, possibly. Look, I, I, I have not done enough research into it. I just know... Are you, are you still in touch with this person? Uh, no, we haven't chatted in a while, but... Would they like to come on the podcast? <laughs> 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 Can we finally get some closure on this? <laughs> I'm uh, just because I, well, I was thinking like, oh, is she like trying to apply some kind of ointment. Who knows oh, what's maybe going she's on? Just, maybe she just like the the sound of pissing from a great height. Who knows? Um, I, I don't know the answers. All I know was in that situation, I would have. Did rather you have her phone out? No, no phone. What would that? What, what difference would that make? I'm just, I'm just wondering if this is like a relaxing thing, or you've kind um, of busted her in like an insane moment. Can or we, like, can we look up squat uh, to, toilet 
Squat piss. Uh, <laughs> better uh, benefits. Try and try uh, and say this podcast is about nothing now. <laughs> but get toilet so, squat piss on the phone. Uh, so I guess that was, I'm really not liking typing toilet squat piss <laughs> into my phone. Go in, go incognito. You little voyeur. So that just in. that anecdote was making me think I would rather be the person that walks in on it because then I can like. M- Make peace with it in my head mm. and for, and forgive them <laughs> <laughs> for what I saw. You can forgive Easy. as opposed to ask the forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, that's... That's yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think being the walk in is the correct, <laughs> the correct one. Because being walked in on, yeah, yeah, it's vulnerable. A, you're vulnerable. You, you're overthinking what they're thinking. Well, it's not even what you saw. It's like, a, who are they going to tell about this? Luckily for her, it was two dudes on a podcast <laughs> five years later. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I had housemates, someone walks in on me doing that, I'm like, I'm, a, I got to get out. Like, because as if they're not talking about this next time, like I go to work or whatever. Like, dude, I walked in on Dan standing. On the seat, pissing into the shower. I don't know why. <laughs> never mentioned it. No, it was Dude, never addressed. You're a vault, son. Until now, if if I if if I was in prison, I'm going to tell this anecdote as my own, just so people <laughs> know they can trust me. <laughs> this guy's legit. Have you heard about his pissing from but a great height story? The story now, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> None of my prison scenarios end without me what, getting shivved. What, would you rather have someone walk in on you or walk in on the other person? Uh, walk in on, for yeah. sure. Okay. Walk in on. So we're all in <laughs> we agreement. we got a consensus there. Yeah. Okay. We got it. We got it. Okay. I've got, I'm trying to get... There was someone who discussed this on Qora. You know Qora? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like the, it's like the yeah, modern yeah, yeah, Google yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer, Yahoo Answers or whatever. And it's making me sign up for it to get the answer. And as part of this, I have to uh, choose five categories I might be interested in. <laughs> Here are the first five to give me. Bathrooms, toilets, <laughs> bathroom etiquette, <laughs> hygiene, technology. Hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, at least it wasn't squat pistol. <laughs> That's the category. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Okay. Oh, what? I love that you signed up. That's very good of you. Uh, it was one of those like go through with Google things. Um, as a squatter myself, it started as a child. My pants around my ankles were too small of a space for my legs, so I started just not wearing any pants on the toilet, and I read that elevating your feet such legs via a small stepping school can help constipation, and that can just become the norm for me until I started traveling more, which would mean I wouldn't have the stool, and then I resorted to just squatting, which has now become more comfortable. There is no grammar in this at all. Like, there's no... (laughs) (laughs) Until a roommate walked in on me. No. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Do you reckon... So, like, the, the stool, I, I do understand the stool helping the constipation thing. Do you think there are stools inside suitcases while people travel? Do you reckon that's just going through? There we go. Why, why squatting for toilet function is good for health? Research indicates that people who squat report less straining and take less time to go. Mm. Do you want to take less time to go? Well, maybe if you're a dynamic business executive with, <laughs> you know, little time. Would you want it to take longer? What are those alpha male energy things? I get up at 4.30. I take an exactly two-minute shit. <laughs> <laughs> My legs are already warmed up from the squat. I hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> she must be like, I am the luckiest person in the world. <laughs> I was in a share house. I got walked in on doing something bizarre and no one... I did the wrong it. thing though. I didn't knock and I walked in on. So I felt like okay. I had done something egregious and so therefore I shouldn't bring it up ever. No lock on a bathroom door. In a share house. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Yeah. We had a knock policy but uh, I thought I was home alone until I walked in on the squat. She thought she was home alone. Yeah, probably. 
Everyone thought they were bloody Home Alone. <laughs> imagine imagine if all... during the movie, Home Alone was actually someone <laughs> in Kevin's toilet <laughs> just taking a weird shit and he never never knew. <laughs> never went in. Well, he's got to step on the bowl because yeah. there's marbles all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Christmas movie, I'll tell you that. Yeah, all right. So being the walk-in on... Or, uh, I'm, now I'm... Fooled. I, I, I don't know how to say that. I made fun of it, but now I don't know what you would say to be correct. Walk walk in. Uh, why why uh, uh. Walk in. Uh, walk in. Uh, uh. You're walking in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you doing an, an Italian accent? <laughs> it just sounded natural when it came out of my mouth. The walk in. Uh. No, that sounds wrong now. I don't know if it's just because Hamo's charismatic. It's <laughs> very upsetting. The walker in. The, wa- the, wa- the person who walks in. The one who walks in. The one who walks. The one who, the one who walks but does not knock. Uh, is that the, now we're talking about the phantom. The ghost who walks. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know that's, that's such a fucking dad knowledge, the phantom. What? That's like, you don't know about the phantom? You don't know about the phantom? It's a oh. show bag. It's a show. The phantom show bag. Oh, the comics. Who wears the purple thing? Oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and the whole gimmick was that he couldn't kill him because every time they killed him, like it was like he's just his dad, and like there was like a whole they had a whole family of them. Oh, it was Kit, like the prestige. Yeah, Kit Walker, you know, uh, that was the Phantom. But uh, every yeah. now and then, one of the Phantoms would die. Yeah, I do remember this guy. Yeah, mm. there we go. I watched the Prestige again recently. Such a good film. It's Chris Vanola. I haven't watched the last like two or three. They used to be like on the list. See the Chris Vanola movie when it comes out. So obviously, so no Oppenheimer. No Oppenheimer. No, no Tenant. Okay. No Tenant. Was there another one before that? Uh, was Dunkirk. Nineteen. Oh, Dunkirk. Didn't Not see that either. Yeah, I didn't see Dunkirk. He's got a couple of different speeds, doesn't he? He's been getting more problematic with his noise in the movies. I can. I, I thought with both. Oppenheimer and also with um, Tenet. Tenet that there's these bits where there's just so much background noise when they're just like this heavy dialogue parts you just got, got no idea what the hell they're talking about are, are you subtitles on or subtitles off? I'm, I've started going to a lot more subtitles recently it's good, good stuff lad. Yeah. good lad yeah. subtitles on good lad good lad he's one of the boys this one likes to read if I'm watching a Nolan movie I'm, sub- I'm, listens, brother. I'm subtitles on for a Nolan movie now for sure dude if you put subtitles on maybe you'd learn to read in general <laughs> you could pick it up um, I was watching Jaws in Bali believe subtitles it or not subtitles on subtitles off and and there was a scene just after the shark had oh, eaten uh, someone spo- in the pond. Fuck, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was made 40 years ago, Tom. Um, Wait, is it, there's a shark in it? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy gets eaten in the pond and then yeah. the shark swims out. And then I love when they have subtitles not only for the dialogue but also for the music to like um, say like what the music was meant to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was like um, cryptic music. <laughs> Can't figure it out. <laughs> Not quick music. This is the opposite. Like in crosswords? Case, no in, case there's a dumb, oh, okay. in case there's a deaf person watching it, like they can figure out. Yeah, audio descriptions. Yeah. Mm. That's English. That's like captions on, like with the AD next to it, I think is audio descriptions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because my wife was like, what does that mean? Does that mean like it's like the present subtitles? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about what? AD? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, Mary will say something and I'm like, how? How did you not just check with your brain before you let that one out? Turn on, can you turn on BC subtitles, please? <laughs> Ye old shark. <laughs> Music, futuristic, foreign, from the gods. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, what does closed caption mean? 
I thought that just gives you everything. I thought that's like audio descriptions too. Okay. But I could be wrong. Mm. That one, I, I feel very confident saying mm. it, but then as soon as I said it, I lost faith. Yeah, that's is the difference between you and... Is that what private school teachers you? <laughs> Say it confident the first time, then have the self-doubt internally. <laughs> like, Man, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. This is crazy. This is crazy out here. Yeah, that's what a great nomad is. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fu- put is the that's... phone down. Put it down. <laughs> is that how I got Are you going to trust the internet or the boys? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I got you with Walker in or whatever. I'm trapped now because I knew how to say that and now i don't like it's over <laughs> do you guys ever get that thing where that when there are two options there is yes. no greater uncertainty yeah if there are three options you're like i know exactly what that is when Ooh. there's two it's like i'll never know especially i've got a couple where it's two and i know i get it wrong and i forget which the wrong one is exactly and then you, you double correct you double bluff yourself yeah <laughs> yeah what's your we've got others you got ones up your sleeve oh I, I can't think of any i used to get i used to get halloween wrong we've got halloween Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I just kind of lost it. And then auction, auction. Oh, ooh. So you're just like emphasizing a different syllable. Yeah. You're just I also, your own I've rules. also been told I say penguin wrong. Penguin? <laughs> Dude, what? No, Tom. Penguin. Yeah. But, uh, but, but penguin. Penguin? Penguin. Think, I think, say penguin. Did you, did you learn the word penguin from pingu? I think so. That must have been it. Sorry, how are you saying it? I say penguin and I believe I meant to say penguin. I can't hear the difference. Dude, you should have stood further away from speakers during your <laughs> high years. <laughs> Peng- penguin. 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 Oh, you're saying penguin. Okay. Penguin. Sorry. Like pingu. Yeah, like with a Penguin. Mm. Like as, in- as in pangolin. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sometimes get uh, suspense. I'd say suspense. Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the suspense is palpable. <laughs> palpable. <laughs> Not important. Um, I used to say Harry Potter because, like, you know, it was like books and like before movies where you get everything they say in the movies said out loud, like in the book said out loud for you. Yeah. I really thought her name was Hermione. Yeah, I don't think you're alone there, Hermione. Hermione was that common? Okay, cool. Mm. I thought I was just an idiot. Yeah, I don't remember what I thought it was, but it definitely wasn't Hermione. Yeah, never. Right? At no point was I like, that's how you say that. Yeah. I've got potentially an anecdote if we want to cut any of this stuff out. I think we could do less shitting talk on this podcast, <laughs> if I'm perfectly honest. Dude, the, the well, flogs want it. The flogs want it. The flogs are outraged. I was getting DMs being like, man, you've got to set the record straight here. I think it was important that we revisited that topic just for some closure. Great. Yeah. And then I got to find out what some of the flogs watch. Thank you, Cam. Uh, Flog Cam. We love him. Um, what they watch while shitting because oh. he's like phone out blah 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 like that's not too bad and I'm like what are you watching and he said sports highlights oh yeah that's good and that gave me an idea today I watched Glenn Maxwell's oh my god I was taking a shit that. isn't that crazy yeah I felt like I scored 200 <laughs> my legs couldn't move by the end either <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible innings. unbelievable um, like unreal oh. Did you? Are you across? This is against Afghanistan. Against Isn't Afghanistan. that crazy? Afghanistan, like beating Afghanistan is an achievement now. I mean, I think. What is this? Two thousand one? Am I right? I mean, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think this is the first time we've beaten them. I think the war was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been following anything recently. <laughs> slash episode two of this podcast. Um, but yeah, like it, it is unbelievable. One thing I was like, because you know I played a lot of cricket growing up, mm. and like footwork, balance, all that kind of shit. He's got cramps. His lower back's fucked. He can't move. He's just swinging the bat. And he scored like 70 off 30 balls. And I'm like, maybe he didn't need it. Like, maybe technique is completely overrated. Just swing. Just, just raw just power. Plant your feet and just fucking smash well, it. Well, he's a big mm. unit, right? 
Just, He's a big unit. Just raw power. He hits the fuck yeah. out of it too. Like he really swings. Yeah. What's his nickname? The Big Show or the something? Big show. Yeah. Big Show. Gotta yeah. love that. Imagine <laughs> having the nickname The Big Show. You'd be like, I, I can't ever afford to fuck this up. Absolutely not. I can't if ever, you get out for a duck, you look like a dick. I can't no, but I also can't risk anyone giving me another nickname because it doesn't <laughs> get any better than this. <laughs> you know his number one nickname? The Big Show. Oh, it is good. It's that's so like, good. It was like uh, my like first week at uni. Like people were like having like a fresh start after high school, oh. and people were like trying to like self nominate new nicknames. Like this guy <laughs> like rocked up. He's like, "Call me Coach." That's what everyone calls me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it on his year twelve jersey. Just got Coach on the back. He's been planning ahead. <laughs> Why would you want to be called Coach? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always cringy. Like. <laughs> Call me coach, fellas. We had a, when I was on exchange, we had a mate of ours who, uh, his, his name was Ryan, but uh, we called him Cap and he introduced mm. himself as, as Cap. And it was one of those things of like, I think especially because we're on exchange, we're there for a whole semester. The first, you know, half of it, you're just like, well, I'll just be generally quite polite. And then halfway through, we're like, wait, why don't we call this guy Cap? And we started calling him Ryan and he hated that. Oh. And we started <laughs> calling other people Cap. Oh. <laughs> Would have made him burn. <laughs> so good. You know that he's taken out to soft cock corner in years gone by. <laughs> like, I thought I made these new friends on exchange and they started disrespecting me as a group. And when I told them how I felt, they kept going. <laughs> <laughs> Take a fucking pilot and harden up. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, dude, the soft, the soft launch of like your new personality at uni. Like, that's the one thing, like, private school Sydney going to Sydney uni. Like just that year 13 shit. I feel sorry for them. You could make a clean break. I went to UNSW. No one from mm. Trinity went there. And, mate, you could... I was a communist. <laughs> you Things could re- change. Hence the red tracksuit. You could rebrand, right? Absolutely. Dude, I was wearing a Che Guevara shirt. I had, like, big curly hair. Yeah. People are like, this guy, this guy must be all right. <laughs> That's funny. As a, as a, uh, I mean, compared to other law students, I think I was cool. I mean, like, compared con- to that... I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's a, it's a high bar, isn't it? Wow, you were cooler than all the other English second language students at UNSW. All right, this is, this is, a, this is a very North Shore attitude. This, man. All you fucking dogs. I remember my, uh, my university reinvention was uh, I was the music guy. That was my thing. And then I was with some high school friends and I was talking about music a lot. And halfway through, I was like, no one gives a fuck about this. <laughs> no one gives a shit about your factoid about crowded house. <laughs> Give us fucking juice lit over here. (laughs) Give us goddamn facts. So did you have ever a situation where your worlds collided, where you had like your 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 mates from uni that like where you had the music persona and your mates like from high school that didn't give a shit about any of that? Yeah, that anecdote I just told. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 you also edit the story after (laughs) Andrew's question to make it seem like not a fucking ridiculous thing to say. No, but you're. I'm asking if you're hanging out with both groups simultaneously, right? No, so So I mean, so the line. Even my mates at uni were like one degree of separation from my mates at school. Yeah. Okay. It was all North Shore stuff. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't this this terrifying thing of the worlds colliding and it's like bringing, one group's one, one group's going to find out that you're a fraud. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, that never happens, Andrew. It's very hard to get five people together. <laughs> <laughs> I dated a vegan for a year, and I wouldn't eat. I would eat vegan at home, but then when I was out with the boys, eating meat nonstop. You're but, a secret vegan, but, but I wasn't. I wasn't claiming to be vegan. It was just out of respect because I, I liked to get laid, and it made things liked. Sense. <laughs> Hate it now. I've, moved on. I've hung up my boots, boys, but but I, but I am vegan still. <laughs> None of the girls would call me camp anymore. <laughs> so Wait, I get you it. Were, you were vegan for your relationship, uh, out of respect. Yeah, I, when I was with her, I would eat vegan. 
Okay, and then she knew that you weren't vegan. Absolutely. I never okay. claimed to be vegan. I just... I, I cooked a lot at home, so it made it easier if I was cooking the food. And it was a good challenge to me to try and figure out how to cook v- vegan food that I could also stomach. <laughs> and <laughs> Where did you land them? What was number one? Uh, what was the first cab off the rank? Oh, I did a good tandoori baked cauliflower. Oh, that sounds pretty that good. sounds good. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can cook, right? This is like a thing. Um, I'm, I'm not too bad. Yeah. He's got, some, he's got some moves. Andrew like, does? Yeah. Yeah. But I also owned a pizza restaurant where I wasn't allowed in the kitchen because I was not a professional chef, but... I knew what I liked to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew told me this great story like on the road, just being like, yeah, the main thing about my pizza restaurant is like I had a pepperoni quarter for my pizzas. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they had to be this many slices. 20, 21 slices on every pizza. That's pretty good. I like that. I'm into yeah. that. I don't like when they sting on the pep. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big part of the anecdote as well. He refused to say the word pepperoni. <laughs> Andrew, when you say it, you don't have to spell it after. Just say the whole word. I'm not going to sting on the pep. What is it? Syllables? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's it We're out, we made it Tom, you got us an exit Congratulations Thank you Guys, floor cabin How was the cabin today? Did we like the new cabin? We've been in so many cabins at this point Yeah, this is the fourth cabin Yeah, this was fun This, this had a, a good fun one. vibe to it Yeah, I like this one Good Alright, just um, keep telling people It's growing It is growing, it's nice It's there's very exciting floor, I've never been part of every week. podcast that grew before Mostly they shrink <laughs> In my experience Well, mate, when you're sponsored by Pilot You can only grow <laughs> I feel like you look at the camera every time. What's the catchphrase again? Oh, soft made hard. No, no. Hard, <laughs> hard made easy. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say stuff made hard? Soft made no, hard still works. Soft made hard does still work. <laughs> it's not as good, but it works. <laughs> no, 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 Tom. I'm going to say, what does the product do? We're talking for a slogan here. <laughs> Dicks get stiffies. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, follow us Instagram at Flock Cabin. Get in touch. Please just DM us about things. That's good. Yeah, please we like it. We That's like good. the DMs. It really made me feel supported against uh, a poll suggesting otherwise. And if you ever uh, <laughs> squatted on the toilet, share us those stories. Uh, and also, if, <laughs> <laughs> and if you would rather be walked in on rather than be the walk in uh <laughs> oh, we've got, we got a third error. We're, <laughs> we're all in agreement. But if anyone disagrees, let us know. Anyway. Anyway, Andrew, finish this thing. Bye. Thanks for joining us in the Flog Cabin. We hope you enjoyed all of our blabber. Tune in next week. Maybe somebody gets jerked off. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.